ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, my first reaction is just fuck yes, let's go. Socks versus Detroit. That's that's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in house in the Central Division. That's right. I'm a meatball. You got to bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. White Sox fans, welcome in to the Sox on Tap post-game show. It's Johnny Nani here alongside Tony Marchese, and we are discussing victorious White Sox afternoon matinee. Tony, you're out at the ballpark. How you doing, my man? You recovered here? Ready to talk some Sox? Yes, it was uh, It was a beautiful day for baseball out there on the south side of Chicago. Just a little bit of rain, but uh, I was underneath the, uh, the the shady spots right there uh, and uh, didn't get wet. Uh Enjoyed a nice cold beverage for an hour in Jerry's world, and then got to see the White Sox win a ball game. So it was uh, it was a fantastic afternoon. That sounds like a successful afternoon to me. I gotta ask, how did you fare with the rain delay? I know we'll get into that and how that affected the game there, but how, how was that from the fan experience there? Just fine, just fine for for uh, the capacity in the park wasn't too bad. Uh, bathroom and concession lines weren't uh, weren't too bad um, during that whole rain delay. But uh, like I said, I mean. There were plenty of seats available to sit in underneath the overhang um, all around the park. Most people made their way to the concourse. I think uh, may have gotten some food at the back end. You know, you waited out. You wait for everybody to start going back to their seats, um, which we had, a, we had a few false starts today, Johnny. We had a few false starts. The rain would stop. Everybody would start to head back, and then it would start to pour again, and then they'd head back up. Uh, so there was a few false starts where you thought things were going to get underway, but from the fan experience perspective, uh, I was fine. I, I had my beer and uh, I had good company around me, and we we just talked some White Sox baseball. Well, you were a happy human walking out of 35th and Shields today because the White Sox take home a four to one victory over the Kansas City Royals and in turn win the series after dropping uh, the opener on Monday night. So that feels good. Winning series is good. That's what White Sox need to do right now. Um, some performances in there from big key players uh, that we're going to get to and break down here, Tony. Um, but before we do, um, listeners, make sure you're subscribed to Tap Sportsnet on YouTube so you can join the conversation here. Um, jump in the comments here during the live stream like our guy White Sox Sal. Hey, yo, Sal. Uh, we can feature him just like so. See him right here on the screen during this live stream. You can also do that by liking the ONTAP Sportsnet Facebook page. All right, Tony, let's dive in today. It was Lance Linday. The title of this episode is Beer Drinkers and Hell Raisers because we're pumping the ZZ Top and we're celebrating a Lance Lynn win. Yeah, we are, Johnny. And this was this was by far Lance Lynn's best start of the season uh, that I've witnessed with my eyes. Uh, it goes six innings today. That's what you want to see. We talked about the length, eight strikeouts. Uh, on the day, Johnny, those are those are uh, good numbers for our guy, Lance Lynn. It was good to see him back in action. And I, I do want to say this. My biggest concern was that he was going to get taken out of uh, this start during the rain delay. And uh, that would set up some sort of, uh, you know, tragic thing that happens throughout the White Sox starting rotation where we've got to shuffle guys around. Maybe you got to call Davis Martin back up. What, what, what are you going to do? Uh, but Lance Lynn goes back out there does his job 
gets shit done and, uh, you know, keeps this team uh, in a position to win a ball game. Yeah, I know you had alluded to the strikeouts there, but uh, he pitched six innings, four hits, one run. It was earned zero walks. Uh, those eight strikeouts you mentioned, the lone run he gave up was via the home run. But he did all of this uh, with innings broken up, right? He went out there and tossed two. Uh, and then in the bottom of the second is when the rain delay hit. It was a 65 minutes, so hour five rain delay uh, in between there. That's good composure to be able to go out there and maintain the same level of shit. Um, because you look good. You look crisp early on. I think uh, when he went, you know, A, I was with you. I was concerned that he wasn't going to be able to go back out there again or the coaching staff would, um, you know, uh, advise against it, just, you know, given some, you know, how slow he came back through this year and the struggles that he's had. Um, And then when he uh, returned, I didn't know how crisp he would be. Um, if it would be the same as those first two innings, but alas, uh, he proved that he it was he was on today. It was a Lance Lynn day, man. If you're the beard, Tony, it feels great to talk about a Lance win. And I got to give you credit, you you really hyped it up. I mean, I'm a Lance guy, obviously, but you hyped it up and you said Lance is going to shove today when we did the show last night, and he did that. So I think you should. Uh, I'll, I'll drink to that for you. Thank you, sir. And and he he absolutely did, Johnny. This is this is what we've been waiting for from Lance Lynn. All year, all year, and there it was today. Uh, just for everybody's viewing pleasure, Lance Lynn, chubbin, and it doesn't get better than that. Johnny, beer drinkers, hell raisers, win ball games, do all that stuff, cool and tough. That's yep. all you need. Absolutely. So, uh, Tony, White Sox set the tone early in this one, scoring another first inning run. Obviously, it wasn't a crooked number uh, like they put up in the second game of the series. However, they were able to string together some hits, uh, something that I had alluded to last night that they would have to do to win this ball game here. But they were able to do that early against Brady Singer. And then, hey, how about the hustle level increasing today? Yohan uh, Moncada coming through, A, with a big at bat. So that's just good composure there. He brings home that first run in the first inning. And then he almost forces the inning to extend uh, by almost beating out a force out which is a complete 180 from the effort that we saw last night so this was a good set the tone first inning for our boys it was a good set the tone first inning johnny and i just think that you know getting out and scoring first is so important for this team uh you see a different mentality when they do it um i I was very pleased with that first inning obviously you you want to get more uh but just getting on the board uh that's set the tone. That's what we talked about. And they were able to do that. Um, and you look, it will get to some more offense here, but uh, that top of your order today, starting to do stuff that uh, we we crave, that we ask for all the time. Um, and they, they started out the uh, first inning, uh, getting on base and getting a run across. Yeah. You, you, for much more. Yeah, uh, you sparked something to me when you talked about that top of the order there. Um, obviously, Tim Anderson not going as well as we would like right now in terms of the power department. However, he did add another hit after a multi-hit performance last night. Uh, and then your 2-3-4 there uh, in the heart that's kind of assembling there. Ever since moving Eli, I know it's only been a couple of games here, three games or so, um, but Eli up in the third hole. So you got Vaughn, Eloy, and Abreu, all multi-hit performances once again today. Um, and obviously Abreu delivered a big bash that we'll talk about in a little bit here. But uh, I think they got a nice little uh, sort of uh, mix going right now, and this is something that they needed to find, Tony. It's important. Yeah, they went to the uh, the line blender here, and they uh, came out with uh, something that worked, Johnny. Um, you know, I'm liking what I'm seeing from that. Uh, that seems to be meshing well. I like Andrew Vaughn in the two hole and uh, Eloy Jimenez is just swinging such a hot bat right now. I mean, this yeah. guy's average is just continuously climbing uh, 299 now after today's it, ball game. And I, like. 
I, I forget exactly what the final figure was, but I believe it was Chuck Garfine of NBC Sports Chicago tweeted out a figure that he was, it was something like 16 for his last 32 at one point during today's game. I don't know if that ended up being the final uh, line of it after all of his at-bats today, but however, hitting 500 over a stretch like that, impressive. And he's a bat I, I that believe, we need to get going. I believe he continued that as he went uh, two for four today. Okay. Um, so or Actually, yeah. sorry, excuse me, three for four today. Uh, so he might be above 500. Uh, right. Like I said, I add all that up. I, I forget the exact instance when I saw it, but either way, uh, point stands. Eloy's hot right now. It's great to have him in that three hole. And hey, if Frank Thomas is endorsing him for the three hole, um, I know Frank can kind of be erratic on some other aspects of it, but that dude knows hitting. So um, yeah. when it comes to that, he, he believes in Eloy in the three spot. I believe in it, too. And obviously the results are showing up as well. All right, Tony, that big bash I was talking about, you did see some fireworks today, and that came in the bottom of the third with Jose Abreu. Um, second consecutive day with a home run. Uh, he blasts one out to left field. And um, this one was the, you know, the big, uh, you know, what's the best word to describe it? The big bomb of the game, I guess, yeah. uh, because it's a three-run shot. Uh, multi-home runs, home, multi-run home home runs are cool and tough. We know that. And August Abreu, hot as all hell. I was just about to say, Johnny, August Abreu is here. August Abreu is it just, I mean, it, it happens every season. And here it is. Once again, this dude is heating up. He's swinging just such an important bat in the middle of this order when this team needs to win ball games. And he comes through today. And, you know, you talk about the game-winning hit, Johnny. There's August Abreu with the game-winning hit. And we're just breaking into the start of what should be a very impressive month from our man in the middle of the order, Jose Abreu. I am excited. I'm happy with what I'm seeing from him right now. And boy, it just starts to get to that point where I know we don't want to venture too far off here, but man, we're going to fall in love with Jose Abreu all over again here. He's in the last year of his contract. This is going to be interesting to see how they play this out. But for right now, Jose Abreu is in a White Sox uniform. And Johnny, if he can hit 10 home runs this month, be pretty good news for this White Sox offense, right? It, it would, I mean, we, we've talked about the lack of power. I mean, Rick Hahn himself took a line out of uh, you know, a White Sox Twitter, uh, you know, kind of shtick that goes around, but ball go far, team go far. It's also true, it's not just a shtick. So, um, obviously, Jose Abreu padding that would be huge. Eloy Jimenez adding into that as well, uh, as we've seen a couple of times over this past hot stretch that he's been on. Uh, and we need some others to go and pile in there, uh, get in there, lighten up some fireworks. So, um, yeah, he's. Big, big X factor. I think that we didn't really identify too much because you just kind of think of him as Mr. Consistent because even before uh, a lot of the real like power, the August Abreu version of him was showing up, he was heating up uh, as the weather warmed up. So once again, a cliche, but it's also true. When you go and look at his career figures there. So, um, all right, Tony, the White Sox should have added on some more uh, in the bottom of the fifth. Uh, so at the time, we're all kind of pissed off because the base is loaded, nobody out. Uh, Pollock ends up grounding into a double play after Mankata struck out to end that threat. You'd like to see more but I guess we had to have one that's a White Sox instance in this game. Hey, it always has to be something, right, Johnny? And, uh, it, you know, granted, we're, we're very happy with the result here, but then right. if, if, if it got closer, we would have been kicking yes. ourselves for that one. Big yes, yeah. yes. Uh, wasted opportunities are not cool and tough. Um, and obviously uh, the Sox are able to survive this one. But when you're putting up a bunch of zeros towards the back end of a ball game, especially one where uh, you have an hour-long rain delay, things can kind of get just a little bit concerning when you when you don't capitalize on opportunities like they uh, missed there in the fifth. 
Right. And I just, I, you know, you can only take care of what's in front of you and you have to play the games that are scheduled for you. However, against a better team, uh, they might make you pay for something like that uh, when it's not the Kansas City Royals or that ilk of club uh, of competition that you're facing. But alas, it was enough to win, like you'd said, Jose Breu coming through uh, with the game winning hit there in the bottom of the third um, with three run shot. So you talked about some of those zeros that they were putting up. Obviously, we discussed Lance Lynn at the top of this show, uh, getting into the rest of it. Uh, Jake Deke. Deekman uh, making his second uh, White Sox appearance in as many days here. Uh, he pitches a one, two, three inning with two strikeouts. Kendall Graveman uh, had three strikeouts of his own, uh, walked one as well, uh, but no damage in his. And then Liam Hendricks had one strikeout and a one, two, three inning. Nail it down. Um, report a save, Tony. That's exactly what you want to see at the back end of your bullpen. A hundred percent. A hundred percent what you want to see, Johnny, at the back end of your bullpen. And Jake Deekman, man, I know we are – Disappointed in this trade deadline, but things that come and pay immediate dividends, the instant gratification, right, Johnny? Jake Diekman's providing some instant gratification uh, at the back end of this bullpen right now, back-to-back days, something that we've complained about on this show. We've seen on White Sox Twitter. You see it in, in all different forms, people talking about, you know, why can't these guys go two days in a row? Why can't, you know... Joe Kelly throw back to back. Why can't you know Kendall Graveman be consistent across two uh, two games? Man, Jake Diekman comes in here and he makes everybody else look like a fool with the way that he's throwing the ball right now. Uh, the slider is absolutely nasty. We actually got a really good look at it uh, when he was Sweetie. warming up. Yeah, when he was warming up in between uh, the innings there, uh, entering the ball game, uh, we were, I was actually with our. Uh, Co-host NWI Steve sitting kind of behind home plate a little bit there for a bit. And, uh, man, the way that that ball moves uh, out of uh, his arm on that slider is just absolutely fucking filthy. I don't think I've seen one like that. He had a couple of them today that were like almost back hip and came all the way out almost over the plate. that he just missed on. Um, and he got a couple hitters on some stuff and made them look absolutely silly. This was a great pickup. Um, especially for what it did for your roster construction to get rid of Reese McGuire uh, and turn him into a back-end bullpen piece that has been effective in two games. I know it's early, but the returns uh, are something that I think uh, White Sox fans have been looking for. I know I personally have, Johnny, and uh, I'm just really, really impressed with his stuff thus far uh, and and the back-to-back day thing. I'll sound like a broken record. Yeah, you bring up a good point there adding on, but I'll just sound like a broken record and kind of reiterate what I said last night, and the command is key. You're not seeing walks so far. He hasn't walked someone. It's going to come. There's going to be a time where he walks someone here or there, but hopefully some of those issues that he had in July with the Red Sox um, have been resolved. Um, and obviously, like you said, the early returns here are good. So I like what I see from Jake Diekman so far um, in a White Sox uniform. Other than that, your usual crew uh, at the back end there, Kendall Graveman, Liam Hendricks. Uh, let's just hope that uh, since they work fairly quick innings here, um, they're good to go uh, for most of the series in Texas. And we can kind of lead into that because at the end of the day, White Sox win a game. White Sox win a series. We're all happy. We're drinking victory beers here. Um Little news and notes heading into this four-game weekend series in Texas. Uh, for the opener Thursday night, Luis Robert will be hashtag back, Tony. Uh, Mr. Tony Larusa did say uh, that Robert will be in the lineup, not playing the field. He will be DHing uh, in Thursday night's game, but he will play the field Friday. He'll get an off day Saturday, and then he will be back in the lineup Sunday in some capacity. Did not reveal specifically what that would be, but it is nice to get Mr. Luis Robert. 
back in the mix. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, let's just hope that uh, he comes on into this lineup uh, and I don't know where they're going to slot him in. It's probably going to be somewhere uh, near that two hole, maybe, maybe down at six or seven uh, right immediately upon return. But, you know, you and I were just talking about kind of that chemistry uh, that the top of this lineup has right now. It's going to get extended a little bit more when you add Luis Robert to this. One thing that I think is really important, Johnny, is, you know, tomorrow, depending on how this lineup shakes out, might be one of the first times you've seen this core together all season. Um, that's something that, uh, you know, I know Rick Hahn talked about. I know White Sox fans have had it in the back of their mind. This team's been incredibly unlucky when it comes to getting all the pieces that were assembled to be yeah. in the lineup together. You know so, what I'm, I'm really looking forward to having it just one notch on that Jay Kuda graph, the yes. tracking graph that he has. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, at least one notch before yeah. uh, you know, someone inevitably, gets, yeah, somebody here, inevitably yeah. gets hurt. But, Johnny, I just want to see it, man. I want to see the finished product. I want to see this White Sox team uh, at you know full strength. I think everybody does. And, you know, adding Luis Robert back to this is going to be awesome. Uh, I just, man, it sucks to sit there and, and look at that graph. I've, I've, I've thought about it for a couple of different times and moments today. And I'm just like, wow, why can't we fucking have nice things? Yeah. Cause it's always something. Yeah. Why, like why, Sean Roberts likes to say, yeah. Why, why, why is it like that? There's no why? reason for this. Why? Kill the joke. Why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. No, yeah, uh, it, it will be uh, fun to uh, see all that back in the mix. Yeah, Sal's got a question here. He says, with Robert at DH, does he has play? Um, I can see him back behind the plate tomorrow. Yep. Um, you know, he, he did not. He was completely off today, uh, not in lineup. But I know the bat has not been there. Um, but, however, now you are riding with just the two catchers there. And Sebi has taken on some workload, um, obviously, with Yaz having his extended absence there. So um, one thing that I will give Yaz, obviously, it needs to improve at the plate. That, that's been beaten to death. And I will continue to be as long if he's still struggling. However, he has looked fine behind the plate. I haven't seen any major gaffes. Honestly, um, I saw a little bit more in terms of just control. And granted, that's learning a new guy. But with Sebi kind of missing a few, uh, you had that Michael Taylor strikeout today where that ball got away. And he's lucky that Taylor didn't run because that could have been um, a drop third strike there. But Yaz was able to handle um, everyone fairly well. So behind the plate, I would say. Um, th that would be my guess, Sal, uh, if you're asking that question with Robert at DH, where would Yaz play? So, um, all right, Tony, uh, previewing the rest of this thing, like I mentioned, it is Johnny Cueto Day. And how fitting is it that um, a cowboy had aficionado, a, a horse rider like Johnny Cueto, is taking the ball down deep down in the heart of Texas? I think it's perfect. Uh, it's poetic. It's cinematic, Johnny, if I do say so myself. It's time to go on down to Texas, and it's time to come back with another series yep. victory. We going down to the Belenese and the ZZ Top theme here? We could be. Yeah. Yeah. Might be. Might, might be. be. Yeah. I might mean, be. we might have to break out all like the, the Texas theme memes that we could think of for the Socks on Tap socials this weekend. We'll, we'll get brainstorming on that. Uh, after the show. But Tony, another factor working in the White Sox favor here. Um, I know the lefty thing kind of uh, did not work out against Daniel Lynch on Monday night. However, the White Sox will be facing Cole Reagans. Uh, Reagans I don't know exactly how you pronounce that. R-A-G-A-N-S. Uh, but either way, he's making his MLB debut. Um, in the series opener against the White Sox here. He is a lefty. He is their number 29 ranked uh, prospect in the Rangers farm system. According to MLB.com, I'm not 
you know, I know the White Sox have had struggles facing a guy for the first time, and we know the history behind that. However, when you look at their, you know, right-handed heavy lineup, this seems to be a favorite, extremely favorable matchup for our White Sox, especially with Johnny Cueto on the bump uh, in what he's given us so far this year. Uh, I think we'll be fine on the mound, and if the bats can stay hot, this should be no problem in the series opener. Yeah, the Sox have had a lot of problems in game one of series. I don't know what that is. It's just a recent trend. Uh, it's time to snap that shit. It's time to go out there and set the tone in a series and go out in a perfect opportunity here. Johnny Cueto on the mound in Texas, like you said, cowboy hat guy in Texas. Oh, you have to break out the cowboy hat tomorrow. That's what I will happen. break out the cowboy oh, hat weekend. tomorrow. If we, oh, weekend. If we, yeah, if we, wins are cowboy hats this weekend. I love it. I love it. We'll break the cowboy hat out and we'll be, uh, we'll be doing some Texas stuff. I love it, Johnny. I will, I will definitely uphold to that, that, uh, you, that wish right there. You know, I don't, I don't think I have a beer or, ah, you know what? I think I might, but I'd have to go and look for it. But I do think I can scrounge up a, at least some form of cowboy hat. So. Right. I think yeah, we, we can get on that if the White Sox bring us some wins this weekend. Yes, if they lose, might be, we can't you, do it though. If they if, yeah, no, if they lose, we can't no. do it. Yeah. No. So I'm, I'm I'm in agreement there. Yeah. There's there's only cowboy hats for wins. We're not going to celebrate right. losses. Yeah. So that's just how we do it here. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's get in picks to click for the series opener. You know, I'm going to have to go with Jose Abreu. It's August. I think he's going to continue to do this. This feels like an easy pick. I'm just going to take it. Since you gave me the floor first, I'm going Jose Abreu. Let's see more MVP shit. Okay. This is a matchup that I think should fare well for uh, Tim Anderson um, facing a lefty. Um, like I said, I, I already I know the, the White Sox have struggled facing guys first time uh, ever. Um, however, Tim Anderson needs something like this to be able to kind of uh, break into that more of like a swagger mode at the plate. I think you and I kind of hinted at that last yes. night. When's the last time he did something that was, you know, kind of blatantly cool and tough? Well, a, a leadoff bomb uh, would be cool to welcome that guy uh, to the show um, tomorrow. So I'll go with Timmy at the top of the order. Um, I would imagine he'll be in that lineup. So, um, yeah. I like that. And then uh, predictions, predictions for the series opener, for the series, whatever you want to give here. Uh, you know, we got the uh, the nice old four game set, Johnny. So uh, I'm I'm thinking this is going to be uh, we're coming home three and one out of there, out of Texas. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I do think that they'll win tomorrow. I, I honestly do. I think they'll snap this little first game of the series losing streak. Uh, I think they'll drop one over the weekend. Uh, it's probably going to be a game that's frustrating to everybody. If I look into my crystal ball here, it's probably going to be an extremely frustrating loss and almost like, you know, fuck this team again type loss. Uh, but then they'll get back on their horse. They'll, they'll win this series. Um, but I do think that there's going to be some, uh, you know, tales of triumph, so to speak. Uh, and there's got to be some adversity along the way, Johnny, you know that. So uh, I, I would say they win game one, game two or three uh, will be the real test. And then uh, I'll, I'll say they wrap it up with a, a victory in game four. All right. Uh, so I don't know exactly how the games are going to shake out, but I agree three and one. And then as for series opener, I'll give a score prediction and that'll be seven, four White Sox uh, win series opener for once finally. So um, our guy, Sean highlighted that on the other, uh, you know, the other night on the show uh, Monday, I believe that was when he and I were doing it. Cause we were talking about a series opening loss. Well, it's time to change that trend. Um, good opportunity to do so with the matchup that we just outlined previously. So 
that'll about do it for everyone here on Socks on Tap. We appreciate everybody chiming in uh, in the comments section. Once again, you can get in on that action by subscribing to OnTap Sportsnet on YouTube or liking OnTap Sportsnet on Facebook. Go and check out our articles, uh, news updates on OnTapSportsnet.com and give us a follow on socials at Socks on Tap and at OnTap Sportsnet. Tony, until next time, White Sox forever. White Sox forever.